Welcome to Book Delight with Chrissy Wright, the podcast where readers can be all kinds of ways and books really are magic. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm an elementary teacher librarian in the Pacific Northwest. On this show, I aim to connect you and the kids in your life to more books you love. If the idea of blowing up your kidlit TBR appeals to you, you're in the right place. Welcome back. I hope you read something good during our break, and I'm excited to be back with you now in 2024 to discuss all things kidlit. This week, we are kicking off our January series, which I am calling More in 24. Inspired by the internet trend of listing things people want more or less of in the new year, this will be a broad look at things I am currently loving in Kidlit and dearly hope to see more of in 2024. This week, I'm going to do a personal deep dive of sorts where I share my more list with some reflections and examples. Next week, we'll do a book list episode where I share some of my favorite backlist in each of my four big more categories. Later this month, we'll do a help my kid needs a book episode where I will respond to your listener requests for books that you may want more of in 2024. And we'll finish out the month how we always do with my reading raves. So let's get into it. What do I want more of in Kidlet in 24? If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen me mention that I was planning to do a deep dive on the American Library Association Youth Media Awards and the Newbery Medal in particular during our January podcast episodes. But here is what happened. As I sat down to write the episode, this more and less frame was percolating in my mind. Thank you, internet. And every bullet point I read on the Newbery Terms and Criteria felt like it would be on my less list, not my more list. The criteria starts out like this. The medal shall be awarded annually to the author of the most distinguished contribution to American literature for children published in English in the United States during the preceding year. Sure, fine. But then it keeps going. Distinguished is defined as, quote, marked by eminence and distinction, marked by excellence in quality, marked by conspicuous excellence or eminence. The definitions feel like this descent into what grown-ups find fancy and important and a retreat from the things kids love and adore. If you sat down with a group of fifth graders and asked them what makes a book most stand out to them or a book they most love, they would not use words like eminence and conspicuous excellence. The criteria goes on to state what the committee is supposed to consider. Those bullet points include interpretation of the theme or concept, presentation of information including accuracy, clarity, and organization, development of a plot, delineation of characters, delineation of setting, and appropriateness of style. Now, we're starting to get somewhere with these. My fifth graders would talk about books where they were dying to find out what happened, which could fall under development of a plot in Newberry Speak. Or they might talk about books where they loved the main character, which would fall under delineation of characters. But this criteria kind of sounds so generic and academic as to be 
meaningless. It doesn't make me feel excited, and it's not a descriptor of what I want more of in Kidlet in 24. What I found by thinking through this is that in broad terms, in 2024, I want to be a student of what kids love and adore. The flaccid terms of the Newberry criteria are not it. So here we are. Now, I know that both books and kids can be all kinds of ways and that different kids love different books, but I am generally hunting for that connective tissue of what makes for books that captivate kids broadly, what keeps them riveted in read-alouds and gets them coming back begging for more. I am an elementary school librarian. I serve 550 kids per week, reading aloud to classes more than 1,000 times per year, sometimes reading the same book aloud 20 or more times. This experience has given me some real rubber on the road watching how kids engage with and react to story, and it has led me to some core hypotheses about a few things that a large sample of kids love and adore. I'm not saying these are the only books kids like. I'm not saying let's throw out the Newberry. I'm not saying you need to love these same kinds of books or agree with me. These are the four big things based on my experience and my personal tastes that I want more of in Kidlet this year and I think kids would love too. Number one, I want more Murder at Sunset. Let me explain. One of my favorite podcast episodes last year was Taylor Sterling's interview of John Clausen on her Substack Moonbow. The episode aired on March 24th. I will put a link in the show notes so you can find it easily, and I highly recommend that you seek it out. It is an hour and 42 minutes of nerdy kidlit bliss. But here is the thing that really stuck with me from that conversation. In the episode, John articulates that you can make kids laugh or you can scare them, and those are the two best ways to get their attention, sometimes both. He goes on to say that adults have a tendency to make books to prove that they, the adults, appreciate something, e.g. to look at a sunset and find it beautiful. But kids don't need to be taught that. They don't need a book about that. Instead, you can have a murder happen in front of a sunset. And yes, that sunset can be very beautiful. And the thrilling, scary story that captivates us can take place right there in front of it. Don't just give me the sunset. Give me the juicy story with the beauty of the world right alongside it. But leave the beauty for the child to take in and explore not be told about. Since we're talking about Clausen, his book, The Skull, is of course an excellent example of what we're talking about here. When you read it, you see an otherwise sweet protagonist smashing a skeleton into bone dust alongside the pleasures of a juicy pear or a view of the woods. In some ways, my desire for murder at sunset is about plot fundamentally. Give me inciting incidents that sizzle. Give me thrilling page turns. But also give me this rich duality of the funny or scary on the page with the beautiful right alongside it. So that was number one. I want more murder at sunset. 
The second thing I want more of is I want more book as object. Kids get giddy when a book as object does something they don't expect. When a gatefold page stretches out wide, when you have to turn the book in a different direction, when the gutter means something in the story. A couple of standout picture books in 2023 that gave this book as object delight for me include Maurice by Jessica Bagley. In this book, there is a gatefold where you see Maurice's paws on the window. Then as you open the pages out wide, you become Maurice opening the window to free his beloved birds onto the streets of Paris. You feel his sadness as you see the birds fly away and you are somehow complicit because it feels like you were the one to open the window. I also loved the power of the gatefold in the book, Dinosaurs Don't Exist by Mark Jansen. The gatefolds in this one reveal the scope of these massive dinosaurs compared with the scale of the relatively tiny boys in the story. The gatefold feels necessary. Without it, we couldn't get a sense of just how huge these dinosaurs really are. I am looking for book as object moments where the physicality of the book is used in a surprising way that serves the story. It feels surprising and fun, but also totally inevitable. It has to be this way for the story to be itself. So give me more book as object in 24. The third thing I want more of is I want more dark, weird, funny If you have been around here for a minute, you have heard me use this descriptor for some of my personal favorite picture books. Look, maybe it's another way of saying Murder at Sunset, but for me, the delineator would be that Murder at Sunset is looking at plot machinations and duality, and Dark Weird Funny is a whole mood. It is a sense of playful premise with an edge of the darkness of the world. I love books that trust kids to take on both. They have a sense of playfulness, but maybe with just a slight asterisk or question mark. Books like What If One Day that hint at terrible possibilities like species extinction, but then you turn the page and give you a tableau of a sun-tanning worm. Books like The Rock from the Sky, where you find yourself actively hoping that an asteroid will land on a character while also giggling through just absurd dialogue. Books with a pickled toad or a pineapple princess. These books are a little unruly, and I love them. The fourth and final thing I want more of in my kid lit in 24 is nonfiction, but make it a party. For me, Lyrical nonfiction is out, and party nonfiction is in. I want more books that appeal to kids' voracious curiosity, but do it in a form that is fun and engaging and, well, a party. I am looking for playful art, buoyant language, and facts that just tickle Books like Tumble by Adriana Hernandez-Bergstrom or Fungi Grow by Maria Gianferrari. This year, we are going to learn the coolest facts 
and we are going to have the most fun doing it. Across these four categories, there is a common sensibility of craving the books that make us mutter, can you do that in a kid's book? It could be because of the format or design or dialogue or premise, but I want more books that make me exclaim, did they really just do that and lead to a very satisfied conclusion that yes, yes, they did. So those are the four things I want more of in my kidlet in 2024. One, murder at sunset. Two, book as object. Three, dark, weird, funny. And four, nonfiction, but make it a party. During 2024, if you read a book that you think is a home run for one of these categories, I would love your recommendations. Please DM me anytime on Instagram at librarychrissy. I would love your book recs. I also plan to use these categories to frame some of my personal reading record keeping this year. I have a note on my phone for each category so I can keep a running list of favorite titles that fall under each. And I intend to share some of my favorite books in these categories and reflect on them with you throughout the year. So that concludes today's More in 24 episode. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you love the show and wanna help spread the word, I would love it if you could share the show with a kidlit loving friend or share it on social media and tag me so we can connect. If you want more book delight in your life from me, Chrissy, the best place to connect with me is on Instagram at Library Chrissy. You can also follow the show at Book Delight Pod and subscribe to my free monthly kidlit newsletter by visiting librarychrissy.substack.com. If you want to support the show or want more book talk from me between episodes, the best way to do that is by upgrading your Substack subscription to become a paid subscriber. For $7 a month, you are helping to make the show possible and also receive a weekly Friday treat in your inbox from me, including features like extra book lists, reviews of books I didn't like and why, and more. Much as I spent the opening of this episode being kind of a Newberry curmudgeon, One of my Friday features coming up for paid subscribers will be my Chaos Newberry Picks. These are the books that I do not necessarily expect to win, but want to with my long shot or Hail Mary rationale for why maybe they really should. That feature will go out to paid subscribers this Friday, January 12th. So if you sign up now as a paid subscriber, um, you can get that straight to your inbox or you can upgrade at any time and you will get access to all of my past content. I am also kicking off the year by playing with some new outro content at the end of each episode. So I'm going to close out today with a shout out to my current reads and a biblio benediction of sorts. This week, I'm reading Code Red by Joy McCullough. As you look towards your 2024 reading, I want you to know that readers can change what they like, change what they think, not know, contradict, give up, try again, lighten up. You are exactly the reader you are meant to be 
and there are great books ahead. As always, but especially at this cozy time of year, thank you for listening and happy reading.